0: Welcome to this episode of Say Something Interesting. This is the follow-up podcast for Eastlake Tri-Cities Church. My name is Megan, and with me, as always, is our teaching pastor, Brent. Hey, everybody. Hello. It's almost Christmas. This is
1: our last recording of the year, everyone. It's going to
0: be 2022. Does
1: Megan sound more chipper today? She does. I think she does, too. (laughs) She is full of energy. She got a good night's sleep. She is uh, <laughs> not coming directly from work.
0: I haven't just had students. my soul sucked out of me by 120 teenagers. No,
1: she's feeling so. great. <laughs> That's exciting.
0: Uh, yeah.
1: How are you? How are you enjoying the uh, Christmas vacation? So, so far?
0: far, it's been good. I had hung out with some friends on Saturday, got to like snuggle with my cats, which is always fun. I love it. Um yeah, it's been chill. I, my, I love it.
1: My daughter strolled into our living room at about eleven oh five on Saturday morning. Yep. My wife and I both go, Whoa. <laughs> I actually forgot she wasn't sleeping over at a friend's house or something oh, like really? that. Yeah. <laughs> she just gave us the look of I uh, I'm always up early. So yeah. blah blah blah. You know, this kind of stuff. Anyways. Whatever.
0: It's Is all she good. gonna be fifteen? Fourteen. She's gonna be fourteen. She's gonna be fourteen, okay. yeah. I can remember. She'll be a freshman. I know. That's so so exciting. I'll get to see her probably at school.
1: Probably, yeah. it will be crazy. But yeah, yeah, it's good. Christmas break is fully in effect. This is Christmas week. So like on Friday, we've got a big Christmas Eve stuff. We Mm -hmm. had a big staff meeting today, planning for some of the last minute details of it. We're getting pretty excited about it. It's going to be a lot of fun. We looked at the weather. We're closely monitoring Mm -hmm. the weather, Mm -hmm. but it does look like... Knock on wood. There's no wood around here. but
0: Knock on your head. Okay. That's what you do when you don't have actual wood. <laughs> All
1: right. Uh, I don't think that's true. That's... That is true. Nope. Back right. me up, Let podcast me listeners. <laughs> Not true. Um, <laughs> so it looks like it's going to uh, be a balmy f- high of 46 yeah. is what my iPhone is currently telling me. Partly cloudy. No mm-hmm. wind.
0: Mm-hmm. Like, golly. I I perfect. It'll be... Hopefully be it holds out.
1: We got some fun stuff planned, mm-hmm. too, so make sure you are... Coming out Friday night, five or six o'clock. Yeah. That'll do it for today's episode. That sounds like, sounded like a closing announcement.
0: It <laughs> did a little bit. Sorry. We're going to announce it multiple times. We don't want you all to forget.
1: Exactly. So. Exactly.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. We, uh, we did, um, you know, kind of hung, hung around the house all weekend. Didn't do a, a whole lot. I'm That's trying to nice. think. We took the kids to John Dam Plaza on Saturday, check Saturday out night. The and we got to check, check out the lights. We had a Christmas party with our small group on Friday night. That's it fun. was pretty great. Did the gift exchange.
0: Did you like white elephant style?
1: Uh, yes. Okay. Yes,
0: and um, I what gave, are like your house rules in terms of like usually something. Times, well, uh, well, how so, many times can you steal? Yeah, twice. And, and, okay, and it's twice. frozen,
1: but that's always confusing because then, then the first person, first person, can go back and get stuff.
0: Yeah. So, but then the first person's allowed to steal as well. Yeah. Right? Okay.
1: Right. Um. And so I originally was given uh something not great but then it also had like a little thing of uh not little it was decent sized a fireball so i quickly got stolen from Uh and then i ended up with a book that i cannot even talk about (laughs) on this podcast (laughs) uh we'd have to change our rating officially with apple (laughs) and uh i gave a book called or no i gave a game it's it's, typically it's like things that are in your house oh okay that are around you're not buying something new for but Like are fun, like you want it to get stolen, so yeah. like good stuff like that. So I, I went to our game closet. Kylie's always giving me grief about our game closet because literally the the wood is like bowing,
0: <laughs> like on your closet, yeah, door. On,
1: her, on the <laughs> on the shelving on uh, it. Okay, um, and so she's like, you just gotta donate them, and I'm like I, I can't donate these; these are great <laughs> games. We might play <laughs> these someday. So uh, I gave it to a friend that way if I ever yes, wanted to borrow the game again. Yes, that's like the, the best again,
0: technique because.
1: <laughs> hey, can I borrow that game yeah. back? Um, so he has to store it now. So uh. Didn't see that coming, did you, Richie? Uh, so the game is called Nuns on the Run. Okay. And it's uh, naughty novices dodging something as oh the gosh. tagline for it. So uh, it's, it's, it's a mildly fun game. Okay. And uh, I'm happy to get it off my shelf, but still have access to it. That's really so, funny. Yeah, pretty great. <laughs> but, uh,
0: way to strategize. We ate
1: awesome food, which is nice. so good. Like, I know that this is going to be the week. Like, my dad already talked about. He bought the prime rib. He's telling me what he's going to do this prime rib and how many hours it's going to take. And <laughs> great, man. Whatever you got to do, I just want to show up on Christmas <laughs> and have it have it ready to go. You guys doing turkey?
0: So we ham, usually we are like a pork loin. Okay. Or pork roast on Christmas, okay. family.
1: All right. So that's usually what we do. And I'm sure your mom takes care of all of that. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: So traditionally we've done
1: That's not a slam on your cooking. That's no, just no, no, I've no. offered it in the past and you've always said, no, my mom loves to cook.
0: Yeah, so- well, she does, and it's at her house, and she's a little possessive of her kitchen. Sure. Sorry, mom. Um, well, that's nothing I've never said to her face, but um
1: <laughs> <laughs> She said worse when this podcast <laughs> is off. In fact, we had to just uh- edit out five minutes of her. <laughs> <laughs> Rancing, thank you, and just for editing that out.
0: No, but she does like it's pretty simple, just like salt and pepper on the pork roast, and then just let the fat kind of like seep into it, and then she puts potatoes in the bottom with like garlic and rosemary, yes, and lets them like kind of like pan fry in the pork fat, and oh, so that's I, usually what happens. I actually don't know what the menu is, but that's traditionally been what we do. I don't yeah. know if that's actually what's going to end up happening.
1: But I was watching a cooking show recently. Uh, where somebody posed the question, if you had to go the rest of your life without X or Y, uh, which would it be? And mm. the X and Y options were garlic or butter. Ooh. Oh, that's tough. Oh, that is so tough. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> as soon as you say one, you're like, oh, yeah, but like, mm. Yeah, oh. So right now when you said garlic and rosemary, I'm like, oh, man, that sounds heavenly. Yeah. Give me some of that. those potatoes right now. Yeah. But then you also have to have the butter in there to, like, I don't know.
0: Oh, man. That's a tough choice. Yeah. I made a garlic butter this uh, oh, on Saturday. Oh,
1: stop it. Yeah. <laughs> We're about to shut this thing down and go eat. Uh,
0: yeah, that's really – that would be a tough choice. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I might go with butter if I had to pick, though. You'd go without butter? Yeah. Because there are butter substitutes. They're not as good, but there are butter substitutes. Yeah. And garlic is
1: – I use butter more, but I like – Garlic more, yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, I use yeah.
0: garlic. Well, I, I, I use butter a lot.
1: I, like, I, I bet like.
0: there you eat more garlic than you realize. Maybe,
1: you do. yeah.
0: Because um, I use garlic in almost everything I cook. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't think I could go without garlic. Mm. But it's good. You mm-hmm. was got sidetracked, but that's okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love it. It's great.
0: Uh, Anything else this weekend? No, Anything else it.
1: highlights? Life's good. Life's good. Good. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, we. Uh, Finished off a series on Sunday called Advent Our Advent Series, our series on Christmas, and uh recapped a little bit of the bright side dark side of gifts and then went into the concept of the one gift and the Christmas melancholy that comes from if you only got one gift this Christmas and it was you know you thought it was going to be big and it kind of wasn't or whatever and we just uh we just watched a couple of weeks ago the eight bit Christmas movie in the family movie night, and if you haven 't watched it yet, fantastic one where the kid wants. Um, wants a Nintendo, this is back in like the 80s, wants a Nintendo system so badly. Opens all his gifts, it's not there. And then there's like one gift from his uncle who lives in Japan uh, that has been mailed overnight and it's there and it's in the shape of a Nintendo. And he's like, "It's the size is right. It's he's from Japan. He's from Japan. <laughs> like, this is it, man. And he opens it up and it's a light bright from Japan. Oh, no. <laughs> and it's like the best moment in the movie. He's like, a light bright.
0: <laughs> Did you so have a great. light bright?
1: Oh man, I'm trying to think. I mean, I definitely have played with one as a kid, so um, there might be a friend's house. I don't. Kn- it's I don't remember like one. Your sisters. One of your sisters maybe, had one. Because we had
0: one. I think it lived in my sister's room, but we definitely had a light bright.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think if I. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. That disappointment that yeah. comes with like all I freaking <laughs> wanted was this one thing. Yeah. And, I uh, did um,
0: when it. I was like eight. Maybe I was like ten. Anyway. Um, I really wanted, like, a stereo, like, a CD player stereo system. And, like, obviously that comes in a big box, right? Yeah. And I remember going down because when we were growing up, my parents, we weren't allowed to go down and look at the tree until my mom had, like, gone and turned on all the lights and all that stuff. And so we would, like, stand on the stairs and my mom would go down and get everything ready and ooh and ah and make us be like, hurry up. Yeah. Um, and I remember going down and there wasn't a giant box. And I was like, ah. Oh, and get a CD player, but there was like a little, um, oh, yeah. go, like a go look in the closet. No, they were like, it was like a little present on the tree for Megan, and my mom was like, open that one first, Megan. And it was like shaped like a CD, and it was a CD, and then it said, like, go look in the like you know, oh, workroom or whatever. See, that would be so, the best yeah. if
1: you got a CD and then didn't have anything <laughs> to play it. <laughs> And they're like, yes, my parents aren't evil. Hopefully, your friends got a CD player so you can actually go listen to Uh, TLC Waterfalls. Nope,
0: it was Pure Moods.
1: (laughs) Even better.
0: And yeah, and I rocking out in my room. Kenny
1: G does Thanksgiving. (laughs) Exactly.
0: Sail away playing full blast. Totally.
1: Amazing.
0: Uh, Yeah, but yeah.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of if I ever had, like, a gift that I I really wanted. I mean, uh, boy, uh, not that I can think of. Were your parents good, like, gift secret keepers? Yeah. Were were they?
0: Well, yes and no. I always knew where all the presents were, and I just, I, I believed my mom when she said it would ruin Christmas if I went and looked. She's such a good kid. And my sister apparently didn't. No,
1: and- no, that does not surprise me in the least <laughs> that you were a rule keeper at that age.
0: Oh, I've been a rule follower I my know. whole life. I,
1: oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know.
0: Um, I, apparently my sister snuck. She was- has
1: seven masks on right now as we're talking. <laughs> She's <laughs> such a rule such follower. Such <laughs> so, Six, you took one <laughs> off. Sorry, you did take one off.
0: My sister apparently looked one year, though, and she said it did ruin Christmas. And yeah. so, like – but, yeah, I never – They my mom always kept our presents in her closet, and we all knew it, but my, none of us would look.
1: My kids know that they are not supposed to go into our walk-in closet right now because mm-hmm. that's where all their gifts are or, you know, even are wrapped, but they're not out under the tree, that kind yeah. of thing. Uh, and it's worked pretty well. As far as I know, I mean, like, we don't have, like, cameras in there, so they could yeah. come when we're not in there, whatever. But it's it's worked so well in keeping them out. I'm just thinking about telling them that's a year-round thing. Like, we bought a <laughs> gift for you on January 2nd. Don't go in the room.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, it's been so nice to have a zone. Yeah. You know what I mean? It is funny now because my mom puts them in, like, one of their guest bedrooms. And uh, so sometimes I, if I need to go in there or whatever, I'll be like, am I allowed in there? Like, this time of year. Yeah. And she'll be like, um... Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> just
1: ran through the crib. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I haven't bought anything for you yet. You're fine. Or
0: like she knows it's in the closet, so if I just go in, like yeah. It, anyway, but yeah, she'll be like, ah, uh, yeah, it's good, it's fine, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> funny, funny. I love it. Uh, so then we talked about Christmas melancholy and the, the pain that oftentimes comes with uh, December 26th and everything getting out as fast as we can. And then we begin to wonder what is the point of all of this anyways? And does this, uh, does that affect us? Have we been celebrating for 30 days leading up to Christmas that the 18 hour period can't quite live up to the hype that we kind of build up for it? Uh, and, and so it then kind of changes our outlook mm-hmm. on, on sort of that. How, how have you sort of prepared uh for advent or prepared for christmas and is that a is that a com like a, a preparation thing that you do is that a is
0: um any- i don't know that do i go
1: hard in no december? i don't go hard in december okay
0: um well what, what do you mean by go hard well
1: you know i mean like <laughs> i don't know i feel like there have been seasons and i i think we've gotten better as a family of like in christmas looking for excuses to go out into the mix and into the Mm -hmm. fray to go Christmas shopping. Oh yeah. uh, Because it's like, that's what you do.
0: I 100% avoid.
1: Yeah. And I don't know that if the online shopping thing has changed or we've gotten older or, um, you know, or just more disillusioned by it. But like, like I said last week, I think in the podcast, I went into Macy's for the first time in our mall and, Mm -hmm. and just, I didn't even leave that store. It was just like right there. And I, I don't really have, like, a strong desire to go back mm-hmm. even now. But, you know, I don't know.
0: Yeah. I don't – I think – no, I don't. I'm not, like, a seeker of that necessarily. Yeah. Um, But I do think, like, I I try and seek out some friends or, like, I want to have that kind of connection at yeah. this time. Um, But also – and it's just, like, a busy time for a lot of people. So – um, but, yeah, I try and make sure I'm not – I don't know. I'm just not a seeker of that kind of stuff anyway. And yeah. so it's not necessarily different than any other time of the year. Sure. But yeah, but I haven't like intentionally done like a devotional or anything like that this year. Um, so. but, and going back to the
1: fact that you knew that if I went and looked in my mom's closet and found the gifts or whatever <laughs> yeah. it was, it would ruin it. Yeah. I'm going to save it and I'm going to be, I'm going to experience it. I mean, that's really the the, the idea behind what we mm-hmm. were talking about on Sunday is um how what's the what's the point what's the goal of all of it the goal of it, all of it is to really truly experience christmas and the message as a christian like the whole idea of joy to the world should mean actual joy to our world and mm-hmm. joy to our own personal world in that thing and so uh if i if i can kind of manage my expectations up front and if i can kind of manage my involvement uh, and be a little bit more intentional about it, perhaps I can really truly wake up on Christmas morning and not know what is down underneath the tree, mm-hmm. wake up on Christmas morning and be truly like in awe of the idea that a Savior uh, made, came in the flesh, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's I think, when we said, you know, here's, what, here's John's gospel, here's his opening take, his opening prologue to this whole thing. Before he gets into the nitty gritty about the details of what I knew about Jesus when I was around him and saw him and heard stories about him, he's making these grandiose statements about liking it to Genesis and the Genesis story. i um, talking about creation, uh, combining the God of the universe in with this person. And then those, those words uh, that, of that, like literally of the incarnation being that God put on human flesh and mm-hmm. became one of us um, is such a powerful, like big thing that yeah. he's trying to make it big. And if it doesn't feel big, maybe that's maybe our problem lies not with, statement but with our expectations of it well yeah
0: and like yeah i can see that there's also i think there's also a part of it like in preparation of like recognizing our weariness and recognizing our um like our pain and our grief and all of these things that have been bringing us down and so like i think when i was listening to you talk and thinking about it um i was thinking about the like sometimes the fault in all of the trappings beforehand means that we aren't we aren't fully recognizing how broken everything is yeah and so like we can't we're putting on this facade of joy because we think that's what the season is supposed to be about when i think really god is saying in advent like like cry out into me in your weariness like mm-hmm. i want you to know I hear you, I see you, I can feel how, like, tiring this life is to you. And, like, that's okay. Like, I want that. I need you to experience that fully. Because you can't, not necessarily that you can't, but, like, I think the joy is so much more powerful when you are in full awareness of how tiring everything else is. Yeah. And so, and I think we we don't, like, I don't know, I think sometimes we don't give God credit enough for, like his ability to hold all things. Um, like he can hold our joy and our tiresomeness. And I know, like, I know I've been feeling weary about the world and weary about a lot of things. Um, and it's like, I think it's been, a, you know, I've mentioned it before, but I've been following Black Liturgies. Um, I follow them on Instagram and she does a lot of um, Advent stuff. And it's just been a really like, I felt like she's really been speaking to me like about it's okay to feel like brought down or tired and it's okay to like cry out about those things and to like grieve the things that you need to grieve during this time. Um, That allows you to then experience the joy. And like God is saying like, yes, give me that. I want to like, I want that in my life. Um, She had a prayer the other day that I wanted to share um, about, it's like the, about the waiting. I, I don't know. I read like the aching weight kind of resonates with me a lot, um, in many different aspects of my life. Um, and I think a lot of people feel connection to that idea and the, those feelings. Um, so this is from black liturgies, um, God of the long and aching wait. this year has swelled with the grief and loss and longing of many. We want so much more than the present condition of this world. Where are you? There are seasons when it becomes difficult to believe in your nearness. Would you make it known to us now that as we carry each other through this season, we would find miracle in the mundane, tiny, sacred flashes of good as we wait for a healing that lasts? Help us to dream that we would find even in our prayers grown large in this season, asking for those things which we have seemed too good or naive. Help us to dream, not that we would pine for some mirage of how things used to be, but that we would hold space for visions of life where justice can breathe, where power is mobile, where liberation leaves no soul behind. Come, God, and we will wait. And I just like that, like, I like read that and then listened to your talk. And I was like, that's, I think that's Advent for me is like, like the weary world rejoices because we are so tired Mm -hmm. and the world is not what we think it should be or what we want it to be. And I think, I think especially after this past two years, people are like that weariness is so visceral and it's so like real to everyone. And God's saying like during Advent, he's saying, cry out, like, let me hold that. Let me hear that from you. Like release that from inside yourselves So that you can feel the full joy of Christ when Mm -hmm. he comes because I'm about to bring the light, right? I'm about, it's about to happen. Yeah. There's a reason that the early church made Christmas at the winter solstice. Yeah. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, I, uh, I saw an email from, or I was in a text string or I don't know, got a weekly email from one of our co-conspirators, pastors who planted about the same time as us friends. I'm in like a miniature network sort of thing with Mm -hmm. them and one of their advertisements was for a service called blue christmas uh that was going to happen like this week or last week or something like that for those who have lost someone or something this christmas and kind of a more melancholy point of listen this is a tough season not you know in spite of all the joy that it can feel like there's also this could be a really really tough one too Mm -hmm. and so i i messaged him and i'm like hey man tell me more about this thing that you're doing and uh so he walked me through kind of the service and the layout and it was too late for us to do one because you know that's stuff you have to plan for weeks months in advance probably Mm -hmm. Um, and then also, then I was picking uh, my son up from, um, preschool the other day at Bethel where my wife is teaching and, and he's there and they had a sign for the exact same yeah. blue Christmas things. That must be a thing. It that is a I thing. just didn't yeah. know about, mm-hmm. um, which is kind of weird. Cause I've been in the pastoral world for however <laughs> long part of me is like, that's kind of the whole spirit of Advent. Like hopefully <laughs> that should be all of Advent, but you shouldn't have like just a service for but it's also nice to be like this is a service that's dedicated in this way Mm -hmm. Um, and i just looked it up to just be like hey you guys should go check it out even though i'm advertising another local church in our area um unfortunately it was last week so Ah. um but uh you know that's awesome that that was Mm -hmm. offered that there that those and who knows maybe you could i don't i can't do it in the moment but find another option out there that's uh you know a resource and and a help for that Mm -hmm. but um anyways yeah and part of me again is thinking to myself yeah except that Advent, if it's done right in the church way, is kind of that exactly. You know, yeah. What I, mean? I mean,
0: this is also like a chance to. I think it's also a chance to find community. Yeah, right. For like sure. it isn't like having a specific service isn't just like recognizing that. It's also a chance to like here are other people who are experiencing something similar to you. Yeah, hundred percent. Who you can like hold on to and cling on to with, um, and find like find community within to help you through that process too. So.
1: Yeah. Agreed. I also think if we specialize – yeah, hard. I don't know. It's hard because it's a healthy reminder for those of us who have nothing to be blue about as well Mm -hmm. to kind of enter into those depths. That's the invitation – that is Advent to be like, you're not exempt from that. Just because you're not feeling that this year and have it yeah. in several years mm-hmm. doesn't mean that
0: or maybe a Weary
1: Worlds Rejoices shouldn't mean something to you when you well, hear it. And like, like
0: maybe you're not feeling it because you're not letting yourself. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. I like maybe it isn't like Advent is also an invitation to like do a little self searching, a little soul searching. Like what is making you weary? Right. Like, cause this this is a broken world. I don't think you get through a year without something giving you like tiredness. Yep. And so like instead of hiding your hiding whatever is hurting you or hiding your grief, like Advent is an invitation to like lean into that and accept it and acknowledge it and like hopefully start working through it and um finding some peace within it um as you're like moving into the joy of Christmas. So
1: yeah, um, sorry. I, as you are talking, <laughs> it reminded me of something that I read in here. This is why I went and grabbed this book before uh-huh. our podcast, and I finally found it, like okay. literally just now. Um, and it was in my notes, and I took it out the night before just because I was like, "Ah, eh, it's probably more than I want to unpack in that. But um, I, I talked about the poem at the end, W.H. Uh, Auden's poem, For the Time Being, which is a fantastic read. If you're looking for something like to read, uh, on this next Sunday when there's no service and you get to you know, be like, how do I do something spiritual? I'll probably post that out. But um, he, this uh, guy, Joshua Gibbs, who I quoted from on Sunday, said this, Auden's poem presents us with this paradox of Christmas. For in the midst of our sensual enjoyment of so many good things, we cannot fail to recognize that God made us for something other than raw sensuality. Like the goal isn't just feel good all the time, right? It's easier to understand the limits of sensual pleasure while surrounded by it than when looking forward to it. It's easier mm-hmm. to understand the limits of sensual pleasure while surrounded by it than it is looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. When we are anticipating it, it's always like this could still be the the, the thing. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. when you're in the middle of it, you're going, it's not, though, man. It's still just a little bit. There's something. There's
0: something missing. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so saying that in, in the anticipation of it, yeah, it's good. Anyways. Yeah. Good. All right. Uh, anything else? I think that was it. Okay. Uh, let's jump into our something let's interesting. Do it. We'll uh, go first. I get to go first, uh, which is so exciting. <laughs> the only the only thing that I, <laughs> I was <laughs> this is obviously one of the hardest things for us. Every time. Not <laughs> if so much Megan. Megan comes very prepared.
0: Well, for me, that's because I've, like, beat my head on my desk for, like, an hour beforehand <laughs> before I get here. I'm always
1: like, what <laughs> am I doing in life that is absolutely interesting? You should, he had, like,
0: nothing. the most concentrated face earlier trying to, like, think. like, is that helping? Is yeah. that helping that
1: you're beating your head?
0: <laughs> I was like, does the face help? And he said, "Yes, yeah, sometimes. Yeah, so. So, sometimes it
1: does. <laughs> um, have you ever heard of the Feast of the Holy Innocents? Uh, no. So um, it's the uh, it's the story, a part of the the Christmas narrative that is not typically. Oh wait,
0: is it the murder of all the babies under two? It's the
1: part that doesn't make it Uh in the Christmas. Like if Kylie ever sat down like (laughs) outside Uh with all the kids and be like, "Kids, gather round, gather round. (laughs) Here's this small candy cane, and like to talk to you about how Jesus (laughs) almost died uh, right after he was born, but didn't, (laughs) but everyone else did." (laughs) Uh, it's not a great no. like super positive story, and yet <laughs> in uh, the church calendar, it is celebrated in the week of Christmas. Like it's a weird. They talk about it's so Advent's kind of like blue, melancholy, leading towards the anticipation, joy to the world, yay! And then three days later, uh, or four days later, on, on the twenty ninth is the uh, is the feast of the uh, slaughtered innocents. Yep. And uh, he had a a great line in in this whole idea of why do this? Why is this a part of this? Um, and he says, "We know that Christians or Christmas is somehow solemn, but Americans are at a loss for talking about holy innocence. They intrude into our triumph with their pathetic failure to live. We have tried to celebrate oh them gosh. during the Advent fast, but they refuse to be honored during times of leanness. We will only be known during times of golden perfume. They say we have borne the brunt of the war on Christmas. They say and do not care if you're cool dismissals. It's it's a little harsh. She's being thematic on that, but yeah, yeah, yeah. the idea being that." Um, this well, we should celebrate. we should push that forward into advent that's when we're all sad anyways, right mm-hmm. and it's like no this is, there's a harsh reality uh, of like actual existence uh and they they won't be blown off. we can't organize it so cleanly in that way um in spite of all of the good that comes with Jesus Christ in the world um there's still forces of evil at mm-hmm. work. And that kind of stuff is is still a grim reminder that all is not right with the world. Hopefully, yep. one day it will be, but that's not today. So, yeah. anyways, yeah. interesting. Yeah, feast of the Innocents. So we'll be doing a service on the twenty. 20-
0: that's <laughs> <laughs> like what a happy no. ending.
1: Yeah, <laughs> super happy ending. All right, your turn. You go. Um,
0: I tomorrow is the winter solstice. In case yes. you didn't know, it's the shortest day of the year. But did you know that the solstice is actually a moment in time? It's There's like a particular moment when the Earth is the furthest away and like because the northern hemisphere is tilted the furthest away from the sun that it will ever be in its rotation around the sun. And it happens tomorrow at... 10.59 a.m. So that's like the exact moment of the you winter solstice. start going solstice. back the other Yeah, way. and you start going back the other way you after You kind of that. feel it.
1: Like everything in your body kind of shifts a little bit. <laughs> just
0: kidding. Um, I am a huge fan of the solstices, both of them. Um, but the winter solstice has quickly kind of just become, I don't know. Like it's it's always, I always recognize it. It's always been something that I really just like connect with and resonate with. Um, the summer solstice I love as well. It's right by my birthday too, which is great. But, um, so yeah, the winter solstice happens on the 21st or the 22nd every year. It is when our daylight hours are the fewest. Um, so up here in Washington, we, it's pretty short, uh, for us, it's something like six, eight hours, something like that. Um, and then like, you know, the further Northern North you get, the less light there is, Um, The sun is also at its, um, like, lowest point in the sky, so it doesn't actually get very high into the air. So if you stand at, like, noon outside, if it happens to be sunny on the the winter solstice, that is the one time in the year where you'll have the longest shadow Mm. because the sun is at its lowest point in the sky, so... And
1: if you spin
0: an egg, it will <laughs> That's stand. a different thing. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> that is an actual thing, but I don't think it's the solstice. No, I, I guarantee it's not. <laughs> I think it's on an equinox. I think that's on the equinoxes that you can do that, but yeah. I'm not positive. Um, and then there was another cool fact, too, now that I, I don't have it all up here. But um, what was the other thing that I wanted to say about it? Um, and, yep, the shadow. high Noon. I think that was it. Now I'm trying to remember. But I just, I think it's cool. I love, um, I don't know, I just love that, like, pattern and the, like, the back and forth. And I don't know. It also
1: factors into why Christmas is on the 25th.
0: Yes. Because it's a really, like, it's a very visceral, natural reminder of, like, the darkest of dark is then the coming of the light. Sure, but... so.
1: Our the solstices we celebrate it is on the twenty first or twenty second. Yep, theirs was the twenty fifth. Any idea why?
0: Um, because the calendar changed. Yes, because Julius July. Julius Caesar mm-hmm, changed mm-hmm, the calendar
1: mm-hmm. up. So yep. originally, in their world, it was the twenty fifth, but really, it was the twenty first. Yeah,
0: twenty second. Yeah.
1: Yeah. There you go. Look at me. You got to test it. Me. Look at you.
0: Don't you? Tr- don't you know yet? <laughs>
1: <laughs> you can't beat me. You can only That's hope to contain true. me.
0: I mean. <laughs> I can be beaten at some of that kind of stuff, but (laughs) not that one. I got it.
1: Good job. Good job by you. Thanks. All right. That'll do it for uh, today's episode. Uh, Like we said, Christmas Eve, five and six, a no service on the 26th, which also means no podcast next week Mm -hmm. because we are off. We are closing our office uh, for that week. And then we will be back on January 2nd with a brand new series. And uh, all the fun stuff uh, that it are, is contained in the new year. Megan, have a great Christmas break. Even yeah, skiing? you too. No, no. <laughs> I just, I heard that Bluewood opened this last week. Yeah, but so. I don't ski. Okay, well, <laughs> we'll see. It'll be a lot of fun. I hope uh, you get all the things that you asked for for Christmas, <laughs> including the Light Bright from Japan.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, I would love that. I know, not bad. It's probably
1: worth more than that, that Nintendo I know. system is now. <laughs> Uh, have a great one guys. Thanks for <laughs> tuning in and listening and making us a part of your week. Yes. We're so appreciative of all of you and hope you have a great Christmas yes, and a very yes. happy Yes, Merry New Christmas Year.
0: everyone.